How does the iCarly theme song start again? To no. I know you'll see somehow the world will change for me and be so wonderful. Yeah, that show was elite. I don't, I don't know the rest of it. Be so wonderful. That was amazing, Parker. Like that was pretty. I think that was it. That might have been the word. You just nailed it. Honestly, goaded character from that show, Gibby. Gibby is probably Gibby. the best. I like Spencer too. Spencer. And Spencer Gibby. is my favorite. I think yeah, we... on, on that show, Gibby dated Emirata. Really? Yeah, Emirata was on that. She was a guest. Oh, star. I thought in real life, she... like the actor dated. Emirata. No, no, they didn't actually date. Um, <laughs> she's a guest star on the show, and uh, she was Gibby's girlfriend. Wow. What's Gibby... up with Emirata now? She had a kid. She's, she's just modeling. She's got a kid. She's married to an ugly guy. Yeah, but I think he cheated on her. Yeah, I heard there was like something going yeah. on. Yeah, I think there was some sort of like thing. Yeah, like he cheated or. something Do you know like who he kind of looks like? Who? That one workout guy I see on TikTok all the time. Liver with the curly perm. <laughs> no, not King. Liver King. Because he has like a curly perm haircut. Blonde. No. Bryce Hall. <laughs> no, but he hangs out with Bryce Hall. Oh really? Yeah. My TikTok al- algorithm doesn't give me guys. Sorry. <laughs> That's all Parker's needs. I already saw That's this like, guy today. On to the next. Parker's like, wait, your algorithm's giving you girls. <laughs> Wait, 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 there are girls on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to delete TikTok. It was just girls and it was making me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, so I had to. I couldn't, right. I couldn't, do, I couldn't be in that frame of mind at all hours of the day. Yeah, I want to see how many times we can open the show with a theme song from, or any song, like a Drake song, before we get copyrighted or something. Yeah, true. It's like a challenge. Before yeah. something bad happens. I call these not a thing anymore, so I think we're good. This is a thing. It is a thing. They just well, like the, the original show is done. Yeah. Two eps in a row talking about iCarly. <laughs> really? I'm down. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So go to, the goaded shows from back then. iCarly, Good Luck Charlie. Jesse. Jesse. Wizards of Waverly Plays. Sweet, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And yeah. Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah. I liked both. They're both good. You know the mom from uh, Good Luck Charlie's a huge anti-vaxxer? Really? really? Yeah. I did not know that. Amy Duncan. Still would. Still Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Paracons. All right, okay, Parker, I'm going to fire off um, Family Channel sitcom characters. Okay. You tell me if you would. Okay, deal. Okay, um, Candace, Phineas and Ferb. Would. Isabella, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> no answer. Ferb, Phineas and Ferb. Would. Charlie, good luck, Charlie. <laughs> okay, that's a baby, Logan. Yeah, okay, Logan, you just ruined the game. Turnover, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Thanks, sorry. Logan. Is that too much? You just ruined the game. Welcome to the Turnover Podcast. <laughs> We're your hosts, Machine Gun Willie, Logan Girth McDougal, and Parking Lot. <laughs> you want a nickname? Yeah, that's fair. Why'd you come up with Parking Lot? lot? Parker, Parking Lot. Did you know that's actually what my name means? Parking like, Lot? Remember back in like grade seven, people like look up what their name meant? Yeah. I remember doing this with one of our friends in middle school and looking up his name and it was like warrior class of citizen from the roman ages yeah. and i was like oh look mine up this is gonna be so cool parking lot attendant <laughs> that can't be real 100 i think boysters parker is like as like a job title like that's probably what google thought it as it's like oh like a parking lot attendant maybe but yeah when you look it up under the name database and it shows that yeah. it's a little concerning i searched mine once and logan meant uh small cove small cove <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why but that's what it meant Huh. Yeah. What's your I, don't, I don't know what mine means. I don't know what will means. Yours is tricky because will is like a word, you know, people use. Yeah. It's not just a name. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Mine's, I feel like my name is older than your guys's. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can think of like ancient, not like ancient, but like really old people. And there's like Williams going back so far. I've never met anyone above the age of 30 named Logan. Logan That's Paul. That's fair. Oh, he's not 30. No, he's not. Yeah, Logan does have a, like a pretty modern name. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I like that. It's a modern. Everyone older name. than 30 is just named Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Joe. I always wonder Brad. like how people end up giving their kids some of these names like Harold or mm. like Hannibal. You know, because they don't work for kids, you know? No, they don't. That's little Harold there. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't work. But I don't see my name working as an adult. I might change it. What would you change it to? What would you change it to? Parking lot? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I'd change it to. I just, I I don't like my name in terms of being a professional. Drake. Drake. (laughs) Aubrey. Aubrey. (laughs) Me and my guy, Aubs. Aubrey McIntyre. That works. Uh, That rolls off the top. I'd need to have a bald head with that name. Yeah. Oh, don't get rid of your hair. You're true. Yeah, I like your hair. No. Okay, guys, for uh, this podcast, we figured we'd do something a little special. Uh, before the podcast, we all decided we would come up with these little narratives for you. We uh, each we all have a prompt, and the prompt for this little story session is Parker meeting his dad for the <laughs> first time. So without further ado, here is Logan's rendition of Parker meeting his dad for the first mm-hmm. time. So mine's a bit different. It's not like a normal story. So I'm going to get right into it. You'll see. It's a haiku. So okay. here we go. Father's Log, day 8,117. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't felt the love of an older adult man in so long. I've almost forgotten what it feels like, but yet I still wander the streets hoping I'll find my salvation in the arms of my father. For now, I still remain a dadless bozo. Is that, oh, it? Is that it? Oh my god! That's just a roast. Yeah, I can tell. That's how I can tell Logan was always the kid who did his homework like first period before the bell. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? No, that was good, man. I wasn't a procrastinator that bad. That I'll uh, I'll go second. I'll do my own rendition of how I met my own father. Just because I, I think like, will. Shouldn't, shouldn't you go last though? No, it's... I think you have the best one. Likely. You haven't heard mine. Yeah, but you're the most creative. Okay. So well, I'll no, you're putting a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> All right, go, go. I'm going to preface it by saying this is just weird, and I don't know why my thoughts went here today when I was doing this. I don't um, know where any of my thoughts are. <laughs> they just roam. True. So this is my rendition of the story of how I met my father. It was a dreary Saturday evening in Nova Scotia. One would say I was feeling exploratory. So as... <laughs> No. Yes, it's a word. It sounds good. It's just funny that he used it. Yeah, it's a word. Okay, let me go. Let okay, me go. go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, one would say I was feeling exploratory. So, as men do, I started swiping on Grinder. <laughs> All of a sudden, someone who looks like me pops up. So, out of curiosity and not horniness, I swipe right to find myself matched. I message saying, "Are you my father?" To which he responds saying, "No, but I can be your daddy." <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I play into it. I organize a meetup. He just decides to give me his address. I love the confidence. So naturally, I rolled up smelling like a sweet fruit rough fruit by the foot because I'm always ready to deliver 12 inches. Oh, damn. <laughs> as soon as I get out of the car, 14 gay men, including my grinder match, jump me and rob me for everything I have. All the while, they are yelling, he is not your father. I get the message. Clearly, he's not my father. So I take what I have left. I drive off left unwanted by both my father and the gay community. I report what happened to the police, and it becomes a local news story. It quickly turned into national news when Maury reaches out, wanting to do an interview and a DNA test to help me find my dad. So I fly out to New York. I meet Maury. 
Since the story blew up so largely, it was a star-studded taping. There was many celebrities in the crowd, just like a courtside at a Lakers game. We start the interview. He asks questions about my past and the situation that landed me here. But I'm just hoping it gets to the point where we find out who my dad is. So finally, it's the time. The crowd stands and a large man, gorgeous blonde hair, waits in the shadows for the big reveal. I'm left confused as the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> stop laughing, Logan. I don't know where this is going, but stop laughing. Control yourself. Sorry, sorry. I'm left confused as the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? begins playing instead of the common drum roll. But instead, I'm handcuffed as someone whispers in my ear, You can run, but dog will get you. Terrified, I look at Maury and ask what's happening. He says, turn around and meet dog, dog, the bounty hunter. He is your father. I turn in tears to see him looking at me with proud eyes. I jump up and he kisses my forehead. This was the moment I knew I could fill the void he has had since his wife passed. Doug and I start a long career of bounty hunting, a father son duo. And the moral of the story is dog, the bounty hunter has fucked plenty of women. <laughs> wow. That's pretty That's good. That's it. That was dog, the bounty hunter. So I want to say this, the reason I ended up writing Dog the Bounty Hunter into my story is because I don't know why, but all day what was in my mind was Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen them? No. No. I'm not saying you have to, but it'd be worth a Google. Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> now the Will so story. The end of your story there, um, that gave me like Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian vibes. Because in the in that show, him and Baby Yoda, they go they go and they hunt bounties together. Really, they yeah. do bounty hunting. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. You're like you're like Grogu. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you could be a Jedi. <laughs> Yo, I know a TV show you would love. <laughs> All right, well, okay. Right, well, uh, God damn, it's gonna be hard to follow that up. That was really good. Thank you. Who's your daddy? <laughs> the words echoed in Parker's head as he climbed the steps to the otherwise ordinary looking house. With, with each step, the suspense grew. With each step, he thought of turning back. But there was still time. He could run, hop on his bike, and pedal until his legs gave out. It was tempting. But deep down, he knew that the torment of not knowing was far worse than whatever was behind that door. Knock. His pulse quickened. Knock. His heart sank into his stomach. Knock. A bead of sweat made its way down his brow. Knock. He stood there, suspended in pure silence, until the deadbolt clicked and the hinges began to swing. This is it. Parker surrendered himself to whatever lay beyond that door. A man stood in the doorway. He was tall and handsome. He looked like a Greek god who decided houses in the suburbs and tight-fitting t-shirts were his passion. Which was odd, because Parker had always been on the shorter side, and was a seven at most on a good day. <laughs> Come inside, he said, his voice deep and stoic. Parker felt his nether regions engorge <laughs> as a lump formed in his throat. It's good to see you, son. <laughs> Parker followed him inside into a living room with a square leather couch and matching armchair. A glass coffee table held a decorative empty vase. The whole room looked like it was rendered in grayscale, like something out of an old black and white movie. But it felt cold and empty. His father stood behind him. I've been waiting for this for a long time, he said. Parker felt his breath on the nape of his neck. Me too, he said as his eyes watered and the feeling left his face. And as fast as a chocolate river tides, Parker felt his... <laughs> I knew he liked that part. As fast as a chocolate river tides, Parker felt his emotions fill him until they burst to the surface. Where were you? He bellowed at his father. His father just looked at him, 
his handsome face smoldered as if holding back a thousand words. Son, I didn't want to leave you, but I had to. I am a broken man. There is a hollowness within me, a void that consumes all happiness. No matter how hard I tried, I knew I could never be the warm, loving father you deserve. It's tormented me for years that I could never give you everything I wanted to give you. Oh yeah? And what did you want to give me? Parker spat the words at him as if they were venom. His father looked at him again with a desperate look in his eyes, as if he was about to risk it all. This, he said softly, as he pulled Parker in and pressed his lips against his own. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, but this is so well written, it's unbelievable. Parker was stunned. He didn't know what to do, so he just stood there and kissed his father passionately. It felt so wrong, but so right. <laughs> oh my god. Every bone in his body told him to stop. Well, except for one, which stood firmly at attention. Oh my. Eventually they detached. His father looked at him proudly, a look that was alien to Parker. He enjoyed that look of pride, as if everything he ever needed was in his father's eyes. And Parker realized that they didn't look like his. This man couldn't be his father. As if he was reading his mind, Parker's dad gave him a sinister smile, confirming his suspicions. His legs felt numb, and he was at a loss for words as he grappled with the sinking feeling he had been dadfished. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. That's a Thank good you. story. That is fantastic. That's a good story. Thank you. I just Thank want you. to point out how well written and detailed that was. Okay. Well, it has to be detailed. Because yeah, that's, that's a high level write, writing piece right there. That could have been a short story. That could be published. I am going to publish this, actually. <laughs> yeah. The story of uh, you getting catfished by a random... By a father. By a random... <laughs> okay. Yeah, we did. How did they all end up being sexual? <laughs> that's what I don't get. Like, guys, we did not coordinate this at all. No. None of us, like, yeah. shared each other's stories or anything. But they all ended up just being sexual. I kind of thought yours was turning into like Shrek is love, Shrek is life. <laughs> it kind of did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. No, mine, mine start. I just knew I had to start with the grinder stuff. Yeah. Because that was my idea from the start. Grinder, meet him, wrong person. Then all of a sudden, Dog the Bounty Hunter comes around in the end. Nice. But, yeah, yeah. I just went for a different approach with mine. And know like the number I said, like Father's Log Day 8117. Mm-hmm. That's the exact amount of days from your birthday to today's date. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> that's why I asked what your birthday That's why you asked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Logan gets points for that. That's yeah, that's pretty, true. That's a good point. <laughs> that's pretty good. The but details. if we are voting, Logan's third place. Yeah, I agree. Oh, are we voting? Yeah. I vote Will wins. Yeah, Will wins. Okay. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take third. I'll vote okay. Logan for first place. Oh. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Fuck you, Parker. <laughs> can I? You're can last I, in your dad's own origin story. <laughs> can I admit? And I actually, I got a boner while I was writing this. Okay. <laughs> About what? Me or or my prospective dad? Oh no! Somebody ran by my window. It was completely unrelated. <laughs> completely unrelated. I just I, thought it, I should have shared this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I like the fine. detail of his stoic voice. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So my inspiration for Parker's dad. Um, a lot of it came from Mufasa. (laughs) Like I, as I pictured Parker's dad is like Mufasa from the Lion King, like Mufasa mixed with the rock and then mixed with like, just like a little bit of Nicolas Cage. Hmm. I like that. That's how I pictured Parker's dad. 
That's also how I picture him. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. I thought you pictured him just like invisible. <laughs> when I close my eyes and think of dad, it's just blank. That's how I fall asleep. <laughs> That's sad. That's some sad shit. Okay, this is making me upset. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, have you guys seen the abortion ladies on Spring Garden Road? Yeah, I have. I saw them the other day with the signs. Man, those people are, they're, they're nuts. Yeah, they're intense. They're crazy. I am, um, you know, you shouldn't judge them uh, just like walking by them and thinking they're nuts. Uh, go up to them and talk to them. And you did that well, didn't you? That's what I did. Yeah. And uh, they confirmed my suspicions. They are 100% <laughs> batshit crazy. <laughs> What's the story? Oh, I was headed to I was headed to the library and I saw them and I was like, you know, what? this is my third time seeing them. I got to I got to talk to them. In my head I was like, this is a side quest. Yeah. My main quest is to get to the library and do some studying. Get get on with my day. But I was like, you know what? Today, today feels like a side quest day. So I stopped and I talked to these ladies and I talked to one of them. And yeah, she's batshit crazy. Like it was the basic like pro-life stuff. Like, oh, it's a baby inside the womb. You can't do that. It's murder. Mm-hmm. And I came back with like the basic like, here's what here's what set her off. Because I don't think it's murder at all, really. Um, but I told her, I was like, oh yeah, it's murder. But like this is mur- this is good murder. That's oh, what, that's that what probably it. got her going. <laughs> she looked at me like I was the fucking devil. Yeah. She was clutching her rosary, man. <laughs> I was like, no, it's good murder. I think um, everybody should be allowed to get an abortion. I think it should be encouraged. I'm actually an abortion absolutist. I believe every pregnancy should be aborted. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I actually didn't say that part, okay. of course. But no, she she thought I was uh, she thought I was evil. She probably thought I was Lucifer walking the earth. Probably, because yeah, those especially the older people who believe in that are obviously very religious. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't believe in euthanasia either. Really? No, she doesn't believe in uh, medically assisted suicide. Wow, there's plenty of youth in Asia. Good one, Parker. <laughs> How does that go against like their beliefs? I'm, I'm probably to... related to a lot of the youth. In Asia. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> the rest of them are in our iPhones. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> no, it, it's just like no, like that part doesn't make sense at all. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if you're going along with like the whole Christian doctrine thing, then I guess you can't end your life until God decides you can end your life or some bullshit like that. What if God gives you the needle? Yeah, true. He assists you in the suicide. What if every abortion doctor was just named God? Yeah, that'd be yeah. I think they'd be cool with that. There's like, one doctor. Like there's a one doctor named God. That's all like the. All <laughs> the she she brought up God right, and she was like, yeah. I don't think you should leave the earth until God, you know, makes you leave. Yeah. Through whatever channels he works through, and this is what I said to her, and this is what really got her. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't care what your fucking magical sky daddy says. You did not say <laughs> I that. I said magical sky daddy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, you, okay, you shouldn't disrespect people's religion, but if they're going to be out there shoving it down other people's fucking throats, then you can go up to them and be like, you know what? Magical Sky Daddy. Magical Sky Daddy. You know what? I don't fucking care, man. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Jesus? I would. You would, yeah. You would. I would. Being that, have you seen the people out on Spring Garden outside the apartment building always preaching with the microphone? Have you seen those guys? There's like two of them. Like a pair, and they have the oh, mi- I think I've heard them before. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. a microphone and a speaker, and it's loud, so everybody, the whole street, can hear it. 
and they're just preaching and just you know every like they're really they're really shoving down your throat it's see i don't mind that so much because they're not really they're i mean they're advocating for religion which mm-hmm. is, i think is stupid and it's but that's a whole other conversation but they're not advocating for like abortion necessarily or against abortion so yeah i'm a, I'm a little more fine with that um the bigger context with that of course is that people could be doing the same thing like if i went out there and i started yelling like uh you all need allah or something like that you know how quick people would probably like call the cops on me yeah if it was anything but christianity like any other religion that's true at least in this yeah in this culture in this society that's definitely how it'd go Hmm. yeah it's a result of where we live it's like that here it's yeah Yeah. but then again halifax in general is very we are very progressive, but I don't yeah. think we're there yet. I don't oh, think we're yeah. there that I can uh, I can tell people they need Allah. And, <laughs> yeah, we're not, and we're not just be like, level. you know what, poggers. Yeah, poggers. Cool. <laughs> Everyone that does praise Allah, though, has a really cool car. Yeah. I, I feel like that's stereotyping. Yeah, <laughs> that's an observation I've it's made. It's the Persian guy in the white BMW. Yeah, that, but the, and, they, the... and they all have little nuts hanging off the front. The little what? The nuts. Like, you know how a lot of big trucks have, like, the little nuts in the front? No, like truck actually... nuts. Yeah, but yeah. all these cars that they're driving around have those on them, on the front. And they all look like decals. Really? I haven't seen those. Really? I, no. I, I noticed one even today coming home. I oh, saw what one. What I noticed is a lot of like exchange, like foreign students, like from, mainly from like Asia and stuff, who have like these super nice sports oh, cars, yeah. like Corvettes and like yeah. the nicest BMWs. I've seen one. I don't see it. I haven't seen it much lately, like a year ago. It was like this purple, like a bright purple Corvette. Had Pikachu on the side of it. Yeah, I've seen that car. Yeah. I remember seeing it last year when I was down for sure. Yeah. I've Always seen a pink I8 too, which mm-hmm. looked like a student driving it. Oh yeah, my favorite car though in Halifax is the Harbor Hopper. <laughs> yeah, it's all our I favorite can't beat car. That. The Harbor Hopper is a common denominator on this podcast. Yeah, it really is. It's we can true. only you agree. can try and stop us. We will talk about the Harbor Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to really. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been on it? Probably no, not. no, I've never been on it. I mean, I might have. Like, when I was like a little, like a like a kid, like a super small kid when I lived in Mount Uniac, I feel like. Maybe once I went on with my parents, but I don't remember. Business idea: We buy one of the Harbor Hopper vehicles and turn it into a party bus. Oh, that downtown party on Friday night. Party hopper on Thursday yeah. nights, Friday nights, and Saturday nights. Yeah, we get a group of like fifty people on it. Mm-hmm. Open bar. Yep. You pay a certain amount to go on, and we just do tours around the city. That'd be awesome. Music plan. We take out all the seats, so there's more space. Yeah, it's just a dance floor. You have a dance, like a DJ, a bar, and like yeah, you pick people up on the streets, and we go in the water. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, that'd be so fun. Yeah. The other thing, like, speaking it. of that, like, idea in general, something I've always wanted to do in Halifax is the party, like, the party boats. Mm-hmm. Have you no, seen I've those? I've seen those, yeah. I've always, yeah. that looks super fun. I want to do that. Let's do a party boat. I feel like they're probably, probably end of the season now, but maybe they're still I would going. have a good time on the party boat, because for me to get on a boat, I got to take a grab all. <laughs> and I mix that with alcohol, man, and I'm going to have a good time. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have true. a real good time. Yeah, that'd be fun, though. Speaking of that, do you guys do drugs at school? <laughs> <laughs> I have one no. story of that. I'm really into drugs at school right now. What's your part? Well, I guess I sort of too. Yeah. Well, the first one is my current one, where every morning I wake up, I just pop three extra shranks, and I'm floating until about twelve. I got an MGK song you'd really like. <laughs> I also don't it? think that's I'll like. Wake up, my head hurts. <laughs> she got a couple blunts and Percocets in her purse. Yeah, you know like that one? The, no, no, you don't know that one. No, I don't. Only but Logan, that makes sense. Logan and I are the only ones yeah. that know that one. Parker, my, I feel like that, that's probably not the best It's not as terrible for my, like, my liver. You probably should yeah. be doing that, eh? Yeah, probably not. There's lots of things I probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the other one was grade 12. Uh, there was a school day 
on a Friday, one of the days where we're in the auditorium. Um, what are those things called? Assembly. 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 <laughs> uh, it's a saw cop, actually. <laughs> it was an assembly day, grade 12. So that's usually how it works. You have classes in the morning, and then it's just assembly in the afternoon. Um, so I went to classes in the morning, received a cookie from someone. Wait, is this at a I, I did that, too. No, this is at McNaughton. I did oh, this, sure. this is I at our high school. I was going to say, I think we did it together. I, I think we did. Yeah. And I decided that I was going to eat the whole cookie before the assembly. I ate the whole cookie. I, I, I think I ate the whole cookie. I don't really remember it all that well. Um, went into the assembly. Instantly realized it was a terrible idea. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Freaked out. Left. Went and lay down on Logan's couch for like hours. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you went to my house. Yeah, in the living room, too. Like anyone could have just my, come home. My parents get home. Parker, <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. That's what your house is for, Logan. That's true. That's of, true. It was a recovery location. When, when we die at school, we respawn at your house <laughs> yeah. and we make our way back to yeah, school. My house was like kind of goaded for lunchtime. Yeah. We always went there at lunch. There were like 20 kids there. Free food. Yeah. Like, it was cool. Anytime my mom wanted food gone, she put it on the kitchen table, and it was guaranteed to be, like, every, gone. Like, the fucking mm-hmm. wrappers, containers, everything would be mm-hmm. fucking eaten. It was like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it was, man. I ate two things in high school. I ate two pieces of bread with butter in the middle and Nature Valley bars from Logan's house. And my mom's cookies when she made them. And the cookies when she made them. It's normal cookies, not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The chocolate chef ones. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of... How many milligrams did your mom make them with? <laughs> uh, what's your uh, story, Will, for... Drugs oh, at drugs at school. My drugs at school story is going on right now, or it's been, it's been going on. Yeah, um, when I, I have like these three-hour classes, and I can't make it through them unless I, uh, sometimes I'll take like a Tylenol before I go. I'm really big on that, really big on the Advil before. Um, there was a time that I brought my, um, my little bottle of cold medicine, and I just took a, I just took little sips of it to get through that class. Mm-hmm. I was floating. Yeah, we were talking about Foucault and postmodernism. I was just, <laughs> I was just floating, man. You're just listening like Kid Cudi in the headphones. No, I could staring at the ceiling. When I do that, I don't need headphones or anything. I just hear Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah, it's you're just, just the just, humming. It's just, just the humming hum. through the speakers. Mm-hmm. In the room. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the prof actually sings Kid Cudi for me. <laughs> well, it's your Kid Cudi time. <laughs> okay. But um, that's not even the worst thing I do um, with drugs at school. So I'm really good at presenting, like doing presentations for class. And I've been told in multiple uh, feedbacks for presentations that I was very good and I was very natural. Yeah, I was kind of drunk for most of it. <laughs> Or at least before most of my presentations, I will have like one drink or a shot where, you know, I'm not drunk. I'm still coherent and I can, uh, I can rattle off the facts, you know, I can get up there and spit some truth, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the nerves are all gone. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of sick. But like, I don't really struggle with presentations. Not for that reason. More so like, I think when I do them, I realize, like, I think to myself that I'm superior. Oh. Which is an absolute terrible way to do it. But, like, I go up there being like, oh, I'm going to have the best one, even though I know it's not. And I don't struggle to get any of it out. That's good. And it's worked for me, like, up to this point. I don't always get a good mark. But in terms of confidence level and not being scared, hmm. that's yeah. kind of what I do. And I always offer to go first for that reason as well. Oh, yeah. Start yeah. start drinking alcohol. You'll get a better mark. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. I don't do anything like that. But I obviously have the normal, like, anxiousness and, like, nerves, like, before I present. Yeah. 
but usually like the first like when you're in class like that five to ten minutes when you're, you're like you know you're going up soon like or next mm-hmm. i'll you know it's like you know kind of calm myself down go over my stuff just make sure i'm good and uh, go for it like once mm-hmm. i'm up there and presenting like i'm not that nervous yeah once you start going it's pretty easy oh, for sure. plus there's also the aspect you realize on presentation days no one's listening that's oh, no, yeah nobody, nobody cares. cares yeah so you're just speaking with the teacher is what it is exactly. that's essentially what it is yeah. yeah yeah absolutely actually before i present i'll usually uh excuse myself to the bathroom and i'll go rub one out and <laughs> i'll go empty the tank and then i'll come back yeah. and i'll be ready to can go. never present with yeah. a loaded gun exactly yeah. go on, go on, we have uh fire. there's no open carry here <laughs> no no sir oh speaking of that i saw a thing um an article news article in texas you don't need a license to carry on a gun now we just carry on a gun. Texas has always been fast and loose with everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that today. Though, damn, even more intense. Texas has always had the uh, the view that they're like, you know what, laws don't need them. Yeah, aren't they like a republic? Aren't they like it's kind of different? Like they have their own rules. They're like Quebec. Yeah. They're uh, yeah. Bit. I mean, if if a state was going to secede from the United States, mm-hmm. it would be Texas. Which is Texas. also crazy to think about. If Texas did do that, they'd have like still like a top eight military in the world. That's fucked. Yeah. That's because that's where all the that's where all the fucking soldiers come from. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, like, point aside, I don't like the military. But if we have a military, I don't want our military to come from California. Yeah, true. Where they eat avocado toast and sip on <laughs> yeah. cold brews. Yeah, know? yeah. I want them to come from Texas. Yeah, they fucking they they, live that shit. Where yeah. they strangle snakes and they brush they ride teeth. cows yeah. until they buck them off. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. brush their teeth with sand. <laughs> they brush their teeth with sand and bourbon. <laughs> That's Those true. are the people I want fighting. Yeah, I want cowboys <laughs> fighting my horse. Yeah, with the freaking whips and on the horses and everything. <laughs> and then the Canadian military is just a bunch of weird people. Canadian military? <laughs> actually, the U.S. military, too. Yeah, like, Canadian military? Mostly racist. Yeah. I'm going to go and say that. Just from my personal experience, like the people in high school who joined the military, I was like, yep, yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah, I know we're thinking of one person in particular. <laughs> yeah. Because he was in my social studies class, and he had an argument with our teacher over like something he went in he went in yeah. um there was this big debate about uh omar cotter he was he's a he, he wasn't was he was a, he is alive yeah. uh omar cotter is a canadian he, he's a canadian citizen uh his dad brought him over to the middle east when he was a kid to join um isis mm-hmm. either isis al-qaeda one of those uh, groups mm-hmm. and uh there during a firefight um it's still d- disputed whether or not he actually killed a uh, soldier mm-hmm. But um, either way, if he did kill a soldier or not, he fits the uh, criteria for a child soldier. So therefore, under international law, he's not responsible for what he does in the war zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, um, Canada, we didn't we didn't try and get him back as a Canadian citizen. He went to Guantanamo. He was abused there. And they, we, had, we had this conversation in class about that. And of course, we're studying it from the perspective of, you know, um, look how we failed our Canadian citizens. And this guy who's now in the military, he's like, you know what? Like, fuck that guy. He's like, you know what? Um, fuck all of them, really. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, shit. <laughs> he said that, like, in class? He pretty well said that, yeah. He was like, he's like, that's why I'm going overseas to, to fight these monsters. Oh, my God. Like, Holy <laughs> shit. That's intense. That's a whole lot of YouTube video watching right there. Yeah. This is the same guy who uh, walked by me in the hallway, and I almost, like, ran into him, and he, like, nods, and he's like, watch where you're going, civilian. <laughs> that's funny i was like what that's good comedy right i've there. never been called a civilian before <laughs> that's in my good life. comedy that hits a, I on a different it. level being yeah. called a civilian i was like 
we're the same rank. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're probably ahead of him. Probably, yeah. Move aside as civilian. <laughs> That's funny, though. As a uh, as an American citizen who spends his time working at a hotel, I'm actually 157,000th in line for the presidency. So, wow, a pretty high rank. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty you're pretty high up there. Okay, if you could stop any specific crime, but you have to commit that crime to stop it, what would you choose? Oh, so you could stop the crime forever; it will never happen again. But you have to commit it before doing it. Jaywalking. <laughs> that's such a lame answer you're not yeah, allowed to answer that. more intense yeah uh, i don't get cancer there's but... one there's technically one right answer oh wait stop the do you mean stop it from happening or stop it from being like prosecuted stop it from ever happening ever nobody oh. will ever commit yeah. this act so like again. you could kill someone and no one else will ever get murdered i'll say what well, if i yeah murder i'll yeah. say murder i murder somebody but then like, you're like, serving like, a sentence for so murder. Wait, oh it, i do i still get you still go to jail yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh so wait does yeah. it so if you say if if it's murder is it nobody ever gets murdered again or nobody ever gets killed again? Because are we no, nobody ever gets murdered. The legal definition of murder. So people still get like self-defensed and manslaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just one crime. And there is a correct answer. There's really? an answer there. That's good enough. That's correct. There is. Yeah. I saw huh. this. I almost, I want to say, I want to say murder, mm-hmm. but I murder somebody who I can, who's a bad person. Yeah. So people wouldn't think I'm such a bad dude for murdering this person. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I serve my sentence and I get out and I'm just, do people know that I'm the hero who stopped murder? No. Oh, it's all interpersonal. Okay. So if there's a crime you think is bad enough that you absolutely need to stop it, you will need to commit it. So obviously everyone's first thought without having commit the crime would be, Oh, I'd get rid of mm-hmm. pedophiles. Yeah. Right. But you don't want. To, you want but to you can't somebody. commit the act. Yeah. In if order I to do that. Commit like if I stop this whatever crime I want to stop and I commit it, am I guaranteed to get caught and put in jail? I'm gonna say you're not yeah. guaranteed. You can still go to court, but you you're arrested for it. Okay. Like people know you did it. Okay. Well, that leaves it that leaves it wide open. Not necessarily. Because if I don't have to, if I don't have any repercussions, then I might just I might do a lot of well, shit. Well, no, I still have to go to the trial and stuff. And you yeah. Go to jail. You likely will. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. do it, people are going to know you did it. Let's not do that. What about, like, money laundering? That's, but, like, that's not... You can tell he just watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, also, money laundering is not that bad thing. Like, not that I'm bad thinking. of a thing to stop. Yeah. Like, I want to say murder, but, like... Do you guys want to hear the right answer? Yeah. Perjury. Perjury. That's lame. No, because you, you lie on the stand. Yeah. Right? You lie on the stand. You get away with it because you lied on the stand. And then from here on out, everyone is prosecuted for the thing they did. It only works if you add in that part that you added in when you were like, yeah, you stand trial for it, but you don't necessarily go to jail. Because up until you said that, I was operating off the assumption that I'm going to serve time for whatever I do. You can still serve time if you commit perjury, but it'll never happen again. And you don't serve that much time if you do commit perjury. That's true. So you could just Um, commit a petty crime, get rid of that, lie on the stand, get rid of that. And then lying on the stand will never happen again. I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of perjury, actually. I don't hate it. I think it probably helps a lot of people get out of situations that they shouldn't have been in i suppose yeah i mean it's all subjective yeah of course mm-hmm. i didn't expect you to say perjury i was expecting you to say something like absolutely bad shit crazy oh no <laughs> like you're gonna say like infanticide or something and then you're, gonna, you're gonna explain your way out of that one. <laughs> yeah. no not a crazy answer that's not my answer i don't even know what my answer would be because once i heard perjury i was like oh that makes the most sense yeah like i feel like that's sense. just correct yeah i can see that i go to the Go to the states, abortion. 
I'd, I'd perform an abortion. You'd perform an abortion? Oh, yeah. So then it'd be... Actually, wait. That means... Oh, actually, no. That, that means this... that would never yeah. happen again. Oh, never mind. Are you yeah. one of those ladies on Spring Garden? <laughs> I am. Peel off my Filipino boy mask. I'm Whoa. just an old white lady. <laughs> Face reveal. Face reveal. I want to have one of them on the podcast. I think that'd be fun. What, the old lace re- oh. No, one of the, the face reveal. Can we have Dream on the podcast? Dude, I saw his face. Do you guys yeah. do you think he's ugly? I don't, I don't think Carter, he's I ugly. I already know I would. Right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't think he's ugly, but he did all that to look like that. <laughs> That's true. You think yeah. he would build this up so much, it would have been like crazy like good looking. Did you notice yeah. his face? He kept his face at the same angle the whole time. Because he's trying to flex a jawline. Because yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's all he has. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's just an average looking dude. He is. He is very But he's not ugly. No. He's not ugly. But he's not great looking either. But it's just hilarious. It's, it's hilarious to have millions of people tweeting out excited for your face reveal. And then 10 minutes after it happens, number one trending is he's ugly. It, it <laughs> like that's hilarious. It didn't matter what he was going to look like. He could have looked like uh, Harry Styles and people yeah. still would have been like, yeah, he's ugly. Just yeah. because there are of still it. people who say Harry Styles is ugly. Yeah. But yeah. also like he set himself up for that. Yeah. He did. He huh. made it too big of a deal. Absolutely. Cause he has, yeah, he's a lot of fans and people that just follow him. So yeah, but they're twelve year olds. Yeah, I know. Of course, twelve year olds are gonna be like, he's ugly. <laughs> he's ugly. Twelve year olds have nothing good to say on the internet. That's true. Which and right now, twelve year olds is like eighty percent of the internet. Yeah, they keep the internet alive. Yeah. All right, here's a here's a question. She's a ten, but every time you do it with her, uh, you have to let her little purse sized chihuahua sniff your junk for STDs before. Her sure. purse sized chihuahua. Yeah, it's like every time you do it, um, her little dog sniffs your sniffs your junk to see. And she, her 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 reasoning is that she wants to know if you have STDs. Okay. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I kind of like them doing it anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I really? Like, okay, I expected different answers from you guys. Yeah, I don't know. That was a no brainer. That for was no brainer. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Why are you on the fence? <laughs> I, I I don't want a dog. Do you have a lot of SUVs? Yeah, STDs? STDs? Yeah, no, is that what it is? No, I do we not. spun this back on him. We quick. did. We, <laughs> damn it! Get turned on. <laughs> turned on on the turnover podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. If you have nothing to hide and like whatever, it's a quick sniff and you're done. Then mm-hmm. put some peanut butter down it's, on there. Get a lick. It's not about the STDs for me. It's about the proximity of a dog's face to my junk. It is scary to think they'd bite, but if it's a yeah. little chihuahua, you're fine. Yeah. I feel like if you say a Rottweiler, it might have a slightly well, no, chihuahuas are bite. They bite, man. They're fucking wiry. Yeah, yeah but I could pick up a, a chihuahua with one hand. All right, she has a she has a lobster. That's what scary. Now, is there is there a chance it'll like you know like nip me or? Yeah. It's a dog. It'll behave like a dog. Okay. So. Can I take the lobster? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it still has the elastics around it. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go in the grocery store and watching the lobsters in the fish tank or mm. the lobster tank. Mm. Yeah, that's a good option for you, Logan, because the lobster will feel at home because there's so many crabs there. Oh, oh my! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I do not have no. No, I don't like that. Logan one. immediately <laughs> refutes. I do not have crabs. <laughs> Jesus. Logan probably has receipts. Receipts. Like, here you go. No crabs. <laughs> it's yeah. picture, no, it's pictures like... of the crabs on the floor. I don't have them anymore. <laughs> I, I cooked them. They're all gone. Oh. But lobsters, though. Look at this. It's like pictures of lobsters. Would you guys have a pet lobster? I would. No. I don't like lobster. It would probably outlive me. Yeah. Do you guys like? Do you guys like lobster? Like I eat it? No, I, like I don't lobster. even like to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, I like it, but I'm allergic to it. Like I like the taste, but it makes me get feel sick. So. You're like a dog with chocolate. Yeah, I guess so. That's fair. 
Damn. I just don't find it that good. Really? And it's too much. Uh, the process of eating lobster is too much. Well, it's like a whole Just thing. put it on the plate. <laughs> just put it on the plate. <laughs> like, just take the yeah. meat out, put it on the plate. I'll eat it with a spoon. I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of a fan of, like, dissembling and disemboweling this creature so I can <laughs> eat it. So the World Health Organization put out a statement saying that fatal fungi can threaten global health. Fun guy threatening global health. I must be a pandemic. I hate you. Turnover. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see that Kanye got uh, escorted out of Skechers for trying to? Like, he just walked in there unannounced. Yeah, and Skechers is owned by a Jewish family. Hey, I told you this. Like I know. An well, hour ago. <laughs> you, you should have brought it up. <laughs> yeah, he mean. So there's a new theory around this that Kanye did this all on purpose to get out of his contracts and start fresh and be creative. Mm-hmm. But now he doesn't have any outlet to start fresh with. And he's also nobody's going to associate and with him. And you no. see his net worth dropped by like $600 million. Yeah. yeah. He's so poor now, dude. He's only worth <laughs> dude, he has million to survive. <laughs> I hate that. Like, I see that shit online all the time. Like, we like, celebrity uh, doesn't get this $10 million contract for a movie, but they're worth like $100 million. Yeah, There's like people cares? in the comments like, oh, man, I feel so bad for them. Like, dude, like, worry about your own life. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the millionaire celebrities are fine. Don't worry. Mm. <laughs> just Yeah, they should pay us to go to the movies. Fuck yeah. the millionaires. Yeah, true. Really, give me this until me, I'm one. This is me indoctrinating you guys into Marxism. <laughs> no, Logan I'm aware of Marxism. It, but the whole reason he had that take was me just a little bit like injecting it into <laughs> yeah, him throughout so, the years. Like, I'm in, I'm in sociology. Area. All I've been learning is Marxism for the past four years. Yeah, you probably have been. Yeah. yeah. W.E.B. Dubois. Can you tell us anything about Marxism? What would you like to know? Everything. Like, just the basics. Uh, no, sorry, I'm not. I'm not gatekeeping you. I don't. Yeah. Want to put you on well, spot. also can't just explain the basics. I wouldn't know that. Okay. You can give me a topic, and I can explain like the Marxist point of view on it. Would be what's the superstructure? I don't know. Okay, never mind. <laughs> exposed, I don't retain anything. He's exposed, Parker. You act like I retain stuff at school. <laughs> That's. I don't even look at my marks. I just get my marks back and throw them away. Wait, you guys are learning. <laughs> don't do that. Right I do actually believe that I haven't learned a thing about actual academics. Wait, okay, so you've school. been studying sociology, and like, um, of course, you do a lot of Marxism in that. Yeah. Can I ask you one question that's like really easy? Yeah. Who are the bourgeoisie? Bourgeoisie was like the working class, or the lower class? No, working class. Are they the rich class? They're the rich class. Oh. And then what's the? There's the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie and the proletariat. The proletariat. The bourgeoisie yeah. is the the one percent, the owners of the means of production. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I knew the terms. I just didn't know what they represented. <laughs> Bourgeoisie <laughs> and proletariat. I know that. No, I'm doing yeah. good. I'm passing. No, yeah, yeah you're yeah, good. There you go. Good. That's all I need. Now. That's all I need. <laughs> but no, on. I think I think for university is like, uh, for me at least, I've grown so much as a person in four years. Mm, yeah, you but, were, you were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I guess I did talk about this already. Yeah, but in terms of oh, knowledge, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not interested in using any of the things I'm learning to forward myself in the future. But I'm using the skills I've learned. Oh, yeah. You I know just, what I mean? I think that's more important to me, at least. It's different for everyone, but... I just used a university to discover that I'm bi, and I like feet. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I learned... University also taught me that it's way more fun learning in school than working. It's another one. Yeah, a little bit. Like like doing the school work. It depends. Inter- yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a... Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm a, big, <laughs> I'm a big fan of doing the school work because I like to put it in. And then get that validation back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's my little rush of serotonin there. Yeah. That's what keeps me going. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, like, my what I'm learning, I'm actually, like, going to go into that. So it's not, like, the sociology where it's more, you know. Like, you're not, it's theory. Like, what I do is theory. Yeah, like, right? I'm learning more, like, stuff you can actually use in practice. So it's, like, I need yeah. to retain it. And I'm going to use this, hopefully, in my 
future job. You spent yeah. a semester learning about dinosaurs. <laughs> I did. I had electives I had to throw in there. And mm-hmm. honestly, I love that dinosaur course. Yeah. It was great. And I, I did take man. I took sport management for a year, which I learned more in my one year sport management, like actual, you know, career wise, professional wise, mm-hmm. than my four years of sociology for sure. Was there no other schools that offered sports management in like maritime? There's like three in Canada. What like Brock and, and then out west and like Western. Oh really? Yeah. So? That's about it. And then SMU had like a sport business thing, but it was only offered as a minor. Okay. So I was very close to going to SMU my first year. Like I almost went right yeah, into remember, high school. Yeah, remember because we looked at a house. Yeah, and then I was oh, very yeah. close my second year, which is that's when we looked at the house. Yeah, we almost moved into a four bedroom house. Mm-hmm. Um, that on Atlantic fun. Street. Yeah, yeah something like that. Street, that down, by pretty... the, down by the mill there or whatever. Well, that yeah. big gray building. Wherever. Yeah, there's that big gray thing that looks like a wall. Yeah. Logan always says that Megatron is frozen <laughs> inside there. If you've seen the Transformers movies, You'd they get keep that. him in the Hoover Dam. Yeah, <laughs> that's where Megatron is. That was actually a pretty cool house. It was a yeah. full house, unfinished basement for storage. Had like a main level and a third, like a top level. And it had a fenced-in backyard Yeah, in a back stairs. patio. Hmm. We ghosted the, uh, the landlord, too. We did. Really? We were going to sign the lease. Like, we had the whole lease and everything. And, yeah. then, uh, and then I got into Acadia. Then, yeah, then you pulled out and... Uh, Back then, like we weren't, we weren't really stand-up guys. We were more like, uh, "How do we solve this?" Yeah, you know, we just, well, we're not going to talk to him again. Yeah. yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, I do that with basically every part of my life. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a cool situation. It would have been awesome to live in Halifax for the past three years. But at the time, Acadia just felt right. So yeah, that's what I went. It worked out well. Yeah, and now, I'm and still now, here again. And now you are in Halifax. <laughs> I'm still here so. again. Speaking of ghosting, you did that recently to something. Oh, uh, <laughs> I say so. I can explain this obviously since I don't work for them now. So remember on the last pod, I said I'm starting a job tomorrow. Yep, we remember. Yep. I lasted three hours. <laughs> so I went in 6 a.m. I don't want to just shit talk it. That's good because usually I last like 30 seconds. <laughs> oh wait, we're talking about something else. <laughs> Never mind. Like I don't, I don't just want to come on here and shit talk because I don't know it makes me look pretty bad, well, and it, it does anyway. What I did makes me look bad anyway. But I don't mind yeah. saying it. Um, I mean, if that's what you had to do, that's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. At the they're, time, I felt like I had to do that. They're a big company. They're a successful hotel. Yeah, you it's know. huge. Yeah, they don't. They don't they're good. You. They're not stressing over one employee. No. Yo, so they're, I. They're not. They're not up at night thinking you're the one that got away. <laughs> that's fine. No, I just I went in 6 a.m. My shift was 6 to 2:30. Went in. It's uh, I was serving events and, and banquets, and this banquet was uh, it was through Dow Law. So there was about 150 lawyer professors from across Canada or law professors across Canada at this event. I go in at six. Um, immediately, I can tell it's just unorganized mm-hmm. right away. I didn't know who to report to. The person I was supposed to report to just didn't show up. Oh, shit. Ended up coming and then left again because she was just fed up, yeah. she said. Um, so then I'm told that I have to go do two things like alone with this huge group of people that they're really counting on are treated well because we want them to come back. It's like a yearly thing, right? Yeah. And I had no training. This is my first day in the building. I don't even know where anything is. I don't know who to ask. Um, and then there was just a point. It was like, it was about 9 a.m., so three hours in. The, my supervisor, who I was like directly reporting to, um, I didn't see him for like 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to stay in this job any longer than today. I have no problem quitting after I finish the, the day because yeah. if I knew it, if I didn't like it, I would quit when I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, there's no point in me being here for the next six hours either. So I just kind of walked out, didn't say anything. Oh, shit. And now we're here. We'll see. I still got an email about my schedule for next week. Oh, really? So clearly, I don't know if they didn't even know, which if they didn't even know that I did that, that's way more insane. That, that is crazy. very not, did they, not good. 
do they have your direct deposit information or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, they do. Because they're gonna they're gonna pay you. I know they're gonna pay me. Hours. They're gonna pay me like forty bucks. Yeah, I thought I was only thinking because like I was thinking like, what if they don't have your information yet for mm-hmm. that? Because it's still awkward because they were still gonna have to contact you to be like, yeah. hey, how do we pay you? Yeah, for- I don't I don't even want them to pay me. Like I'm good. Yeah, I mean you weren't there very long. So. No, I know, but I'm worried that if they pay me, it'll mess up the EI. Oh yeah. I mean, you could just say that you worked um, you worked like these amount of hours, and they'll probably just take that amount off my EI. Yeah. Thing. I, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're kind of cucks down there. Yeah, they are. What, EI? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get my EI. Which, by the way, we can talk about that, too. Yeah. And students, for students in the Maritimes, New Brunswick in particular, where we're all from, they had a program called EI Connect, which allowed students to get EI with they in school, which has been like a saving grace for pretty much everyone I know yeah. the past three years. Yeah. Like has gotten them through the school year being able to afford to live, mm-hmm. especially in Halifax. Yeah. Yeah, Blaine Higgs, I hope you step on a leg. Yeah, and come on the podcast. Um, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine Higgs just decided to cut the program in the middle of summer for no reason. Yeah, no reason. Yeah. And he's not putting the money in healthcare, which they need. Nope. Maybe if he said, oh, going straight to healthcare, we'll hire some nurses, hire some doctors. I still would have been mad, but it's not going there. That's not. It, it's going to build skyscrapers in downtown St. John. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. And so they got rid of it. Now no student can get EI yeah. through New Brunswick um that's just like poor decision making on all ends no one's gonna return to new brunswick once they're done no one's gonna stay there for school now that's what i'm saying man we gotta have a revolution yeah we gotta have have a revolution in nb i think all of us who didn't get aei we're gonna rise up man yeah we are gonna take control of irving yeah you two can't tell you two both got it i was a revolution by myself (laughs) (laughs) i still got it but i still recognize the struggle of my fellow working man yeah so i will be on the front lines with you i I will too we are gonna lay siege to saint john let's do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i want to raid the capital let's do it yeah what is the capital yeah but saint john is where the irvings are that's what i want rosse that's where we go yeah we can go to the i know the house oh yeah I don't think we can publicly threaten the Irvings on a podcast. Yeah, okay. We will not I'll be starting that. a revolution. I got my gas mask. I'm coming for you. <laughs> it just you need, will. You need a gas mask to go to St. John. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some fishy smells in the air. Yeah, it's yeah. all the mill rats. <laughs> Damn. That's a niche St. John joke. Well, isn't there a, isn't there a team called the mill yeah, rats? Yeah, that's why the yeah. basketball team. What team's that? The, the NBL team. Oh, we can't it? laugh at them because yeah. we were called the fucking Mo- Moncton Miracles. Yeah, I liked it. Our hometown, Moncton Miracles. And then we went to Moncton Magic. I don't like that because it's like copy like the Orlando Magic. Yeah, that's, I, I don't like either of them. I think they're both shitty. Yeah, so uh, homelessness has doubled in the last year in Halifax. Damn, we got our numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> People experiencing homelessness. The number has doubled according to the Affordable Housing Association of Nova Scotia. Sounds like that association should be doing a better job. I mean, (laughs) where's the houses at? Come on. Yeah. At least the affordable ones. Yeah. No, it doesn't exist. We're seeing nowhere. We're seeing why it's happening. Like, if you look around, all the construction is just luxury housing. That's all it is. And And it's getting bought up by people that aren't don't even live here. Exactly. That's That's the thing. They're Halifax building all these crazy nice apartment buildings. Not not even like super nice. It's just apartment buildings just slightly above average so students and young people can't afford them. exactly and all the students that can't afford them are all have are all like foreign students with you know well like wealthy families yeah that can pay for the education and pay for the yeah. living and that's all you see it's all like these people from like wealthy students or people from ontario who mm-hmm. have already like used to this like level of like expense mm-hmm. like, like cost of living and they come here and it's 
almost almost pretty much the same price now. Yeah. Well, that's also what happens. People sell their house in Ontario, especially yep. during COVID. It happened. Oh yeah, they'll sell a house like an apartment, like just literally like a basic condo for like one point eight million in yep. Ontario. And they'll come here and buy this exact same type of condo, same size, maybe even bigger, for like four hundred grand. Maybe not that anymore, but yeah, they're still. But still, it's, but, it's yeah. they're saving, they're saving money. And it's all across Canada. Like this isn't just an issue in Halifax. Well, like, mainly in Halifax. Like if I go to Vancouver, it's the same price pretty much for rent, but the food there is cheaper. Yeah, so overall, I think, it costs I think, a living. I don't care like, about Vancouver. I only care about here. That's <laughs> where I am. But like Montreal is cheaper than Halifax. Yeah, that's Quebec laws. I, yeah. Montreal is realistically, if you're a young person. Either like going to university soon or hoping to find like a cool city, nice place to live for a decent price. Montreal is like, it's it. That's kind of where they go. Yeah. Like it's, their laws don't allow um, the prices to get too high. Yeah. Like you can pay uh, one bedroom, Montreal, nice one bedroom, privacy, something you get in Halifax for maybe 1600 a month. Montreal, 600 no way like, uh, oh it's i swear to god with like economics and stuff quebec is actually one of the most progressive provinces yeah. in canada that makes sense but i don't i can't see a 600 dollars one bedroom no apartment. you can look yeah. when i was there i was looking just out of curiosity they're really? very cheap there wow yeah. no quebec is nice yeah they got a... their they got progressive uh laws with like economics and housing and everything yeah. and especially uh labor with unionizing mm. uh they're pretty conservative socially though yeah, yeah. they got their big ban on uh religious items and stuff yeah which is clearly targeted at muslim people yeah Yeah, but But montreal is a lot different than the rest of quebec it is yeah yeah. montreal is just an extension of ontario that's in kind of is yeah but halifax is the least affordable city for a student in canada yeah that's Um, insane when you factor in uh, the average income in halifax and the average that uh for housing costs and how much you're paying in tuition Mm. it's the least affordable city like i view halifax as like a teenager like going through puberty doesn't really know what it wants to be yet (laughs) like that's why it turns logan on (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't know if it wants to be like this big city like toronto like all lavish and big or still stay kind of like smaller and say this like more local maritime type city it's just cheaper Exactly. It doesn't know what it is going through a phase and it's just awkward right now and yeah, still developing. It's awkward see. and it's expensive. It's yeah. getting and hairy. It's dirty. And it's dirty, yeah. Speaking yeah. of dirty, I haven't seen much like rats or mice recently around Halifax. No, we moved to a better part of the city. We so. did. Yeah. I've seen a couple, but not nothing so bad. I'm not I'll a... still see them occasionally walking downtown. Like do... only at night though. You don't see them in the daytime. Yeah, do you see them, do you get them in your apartment at all? No, or... we've never had no? them. That's good. No. no, like one mouse on like the street doesn't ruin my day or anything. Oh no. Yeah, no that's, that's unavoidable. Fine. I hate them, but it, that wouldn't ruin my day. But in general, if I saw one in my house, I'm not sleeping that night. Well, we saw them quite a bit. Like it's in the south end where most of the our, uh, our last apartment had a bad rat mouse problem. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. I'll tell you, uh, anyone in Halifax right now who's got a mouse problem or a rat problem, we tried with the uh, the spring loaded traps for a long time, and those did nothing. Uh, we had to get the glue traps. The glue traps, we caught like seven of those little yeah. motherfuckers in like a week. We <laughs> caught a lot. The glue traps are the way to go, mm-hmm. for sure. They really work. Um, but remember that cat that was always wandering around the south end? Yeah, that, that was weird. Um, the first time we saw him, we didn't know the door was open. Yeah. Or it might have. I didn't think it was open. I thought we closed it, but there was just a cat in our apartment. It's <laughs> like, did this thing spawn? Here? Yeah, like we're all home. The door was closed. We at least we think it was, and we like I think Will left his room or Cameron did. And it was a cat on the couch just hanging out. I forget what the, what was the name of the cat. Do you remember? Jones. Jones, yeah, it, was like, it had like a little name tag, like a barcode, and you scan it, 
and give you a description of the cat, like the name, where it lives, and it would say like this, like this is Jones. He just wanders wanders around the South End. Don't worry, like he's good. If he comes to your apartment, he just wants to say hi, whatever. And he would come in all the time, and we just like let him in, and hang out. Nice. You know what we should have done? What? We should have taken that collar off of Jones, <laughs> and we should have put it on put it on you. <laughs> had you get on all fours and go back to Jones's house and ask the the owners to get in, <laughs> you would have been like meow. Let me in. This I'm game yours now. Logan oh, role playing as a furry. <laughs> okay, can I do that? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, new scenario. It's me. <laughs> Will wants to do that. Also, at that old apartment, I saw an owl once in the tree. Ooh, I remember cool. that. Yeah. yeah, it was like in the tree, like a back parking space, and there was like trees and stuff. And I was walking back from class. It was dark. And I saw this thick fucking owl in the tree, and it was like fucking eyeballing me, like staring at me. Then it dive bombed me, like swooped down. And, like, try to fucking eat me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, I don't know. You might be higher up in the food chain yeah, than the owl. But then it flew know. away. I was like, holy shit. But it was really cool. Owls are cool. They are, man. You don't often get an owl sighting. Yeah. I remember that because you blew up the group chat. You're like, guys, there's a fucking owl here. <laughs> I sent one video, but yeah. And then, like, it kind of swooped. There was, like, some... It looked like some found footage. It swooped <laughs> down at him. The camera shakes. There's screams. Blood everywhere. It was terrifying. <laughs> That yeah, was pretty cool. First person horror story. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Turnover Podcast is brought to you by Tinder. Have you been looking to objectify people on a level unknown to mankind until now? Are you looking for a thrift store for people? Are you looking to have your self-esteem irreparably damaged? Tinder. It's like Pokemon cards, but people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You know what's actually crazy about Tinder? What? Um, this used to be my Tinder bio. My Tinder bio used to be, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be super honest in my Tinder bio. So it used to read, I'm toxic beyond repair. You cannot fix me. <laughs> Did it there work? There is no redeemable qualities about me at all. Like, I don't know why you would match with me. And it read it read out like that. I just know really? it works. Too. It definitely works. I got so many matches and messages. Yeah. Wow. I was like, motherfuckers are crazy out here. Yeah. They love toxic uh, girls. Love toxic guys. I guess. Yeah, that's true. At least on I Tinder. I guess girls on Tinder, but yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. And I have a normal one now. Hmm. Mine's normal now. It's just like a generic one. Mm-hmm. I get nothing. <laughs> I'm I'm catching no fish, man. Damn. <laughs> Mine's currently deleted. Oh yeah. I've been off it for. Get rid of it. Two weeks or oh, so. Actually, I mean, you got yeah, you got yeah. Uh, an interest, so. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's it. That's for, it. It's it's yeah, on pause. You yeah. know what? I can't stand um, the people who put in their bios. Give me a reason to delete this app. That's I don't know why, but that's like the generic bio that I just hate. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cliche. Like everybody uses that. I was a no bio guy. Mine. Ooh, you're, mine. you were a serial killer. You were a bot. That's a <laughs> yeah. Newer. I also only had old pictures until recently. You had to fill in the profile and like really make it. I think mine was um, hand me your vibe. I remember that. That yeah. was mine, and it worked. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good one. I like that one. It worked, man. <laughs> Brought in a lot of fish. <laughs> Deadliest catch, baby. Without, oh, without the crabs, if I may, if I may quote Step. You busy. did like the big tunas. <laughs> oh. oh. I was too busy on like, Christian Mingle anyway, so I didn't really Yeah, that. that's yeah. true. That's true. Have you guys ever tried Bumble? Yeah, I did. I tried it for a solid two weeks. I was I on, yeah, I was on there for a little while. It doesn't... It's the whole like girls message first thing is is a good idea, but it just ends up being the girl saying hi, hmm. and then it's the same thing. Well, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I did that on my Tinder line was hey what's up. <laughs> no, mine is too. I'm not gonna act like I put effort in. Yeah, 
But if you're doing the whole girls message first thing, it would have been nice to get a little bit of. Here's the thing: yeah. I actually don't have a first Tinder line. I just no? go like no. I you, treat it like Bumble in a you way. You always wait. I I don't message anybody, and what happens the majority of the time is I get messages and I just ghost them. Yeah. <laughs> like I could show you my Tinder and I'll I'll let you go through it. It's all just messages to me. And me not responding because I can't be bothered. I'm gonna go put my number in all of responses. You can do that. I'll I'll do that. Yeah. Sure. Let's we'll do see, it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of text. Is this catfishing? I don't know. I mean, no, nah, it's fine. Yeah. It's Speaking fine. of that, when when I had Tinder, my first match was with a literal catfish. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Yep. So I I just got Tinder like I don't know 19 I guess, and I was swiping through. There's like oh, this picture is a profile. It was all pictures of this fish. Like a literal fish in the water, a catfish, like just a fish in the water. And the profile, all the description was, "I'm a fish." That's Could all you it was. get any more on the nose? Like it was like very much like it was a strip of fish. And I mashed with it, or it. with him. Or, I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely it was a, fish. a dude on the. <laughs> yeah, it probably yeah. was. But I thought it was hilarious. So I swiped right, and, and I matched. I just had a conversation with this. He fish. started messaging this guy. Yeah, yeah he's pretending weird. to be a fish <laughs> on a dating app. But this is also the same guy that went way up northern Canada with one of our friends and changed their Tinder preferences to guys just to match with <laughs> uh, each other. Yeah, yeah me and my <laughs> so, buddy, we changed our things to like none of it, and changed our saying to guys, and it was just me and him. Yeah. <laughs> we matched with each other. That's respect. <laughs> By law, you have to sleep with him now. Yeah, so, that's course. how Tinder works. Absolutely, <laughs> they probably already did. Probably, maybe. Before probably then. something we're not knowing. We don't. <laughs> we don't know there. He still hasn't called us out after we called him out to listen. No, so yeah. he's not listening. I guess he's not. He's not allowed no. to be on until he listens. No, nah, he's not. Until he naturally hears us that we invited him, he's not allowed to be. I'm on gonna. Him. I'm about to call him out again. I need him on because he's the only guy who's got a worse hairline than me. Oh. Ooh, <laughs> we can't keep calling him out in every episode. <laughs> I think that's kind of that's mean. fine. Cyberbullying. Cyber cyber, we're not calling him out. We're telling him to come on the podcast. That's no, I, li- I like him. I love him. Oh, yeah. So I can say that. He's our boy. Modern Family is a great I show. I like Modern Family. I tried watching yeah. that. I couldn't really get into it. Really? Other than like the first season. It was too it was... progressive for Logan. Oh. <laughs> no, it was Logan good. likes his show as right wing. I enjoyed yeah. it, but it was just like, oh, maybe it wasn't in the mood for a sitcom. That's why I wanted something more like serious. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, li- I like sitcoms because it puts it gives me something to put on in the background. Like, mm. I can't just do one thing. I can't just focus on a show. That's true. So, like, I like to have a show that I can kind of secondary listen to. Yeah, like, slash I, watch. I would walk in the Parker's, like, residence in first or second year. Sometimes they had, I'd visit from Halifax, and he would have, a vi- like, 2K playing on his Xbox, a YouTube video on his laptop, and blaring, like, Killy on his speaker. <laughs> yeah, that's While, like, in the, no in the dark pounding back like g fuel or something it's just all about that sensory overload and yeah. and it's truly like i've noticed this about myself it really like actually affected me yeah and like now i can't consume any content Without, one like single-handedly it's really bad if, you, need, you need different inputs that's coming in all the time yeah like are i can't you, just like i can't just listen to music i should be listening to music watching a show or i can't you, just be playing video games be playing video games listen to music watching a show like i can't do it are you absorbing all of this no so, yeah, like if I asked you questions about the show you just watched while you were playing video games, you wouldn't be able to tell me anything about it? Ten seconds later, I wouldn't know the answer. It's probably just, it's just noise, really. Yeah, basically, oh. yeah. yeah. And it's like that every day of my life now. Like, I don't know what causes, probably all that. Um, but I can't, like, I'll drive home from somewhere. Like, let's say I drive back from Wolfville to Halifax. I won't remember driving. What do you uh, mean? Like, I'll yeah. just be like, how did I get here? I Not like I'm blanking. I remember the fact that I was in the car and got there. Yeah. But like no aspect of the drive, I'll remember like nothing. Well, I think driving is different. Cause that happens to a lot of people. 
Yeah, like yeah. driving becomes so automatic for so many people once you've been driving for so long. Yeah. So you you get in the car and like you do like it's almost like it's routine. Like you don't even think about it. You put your seatbelt on. You do whatever you have to do. Like your little routine. Yeah. Then you start driving from point A to point B. He's kind of like yeah. zone out. It's kind of like that for everything though for me. Yeah. I guess like I'll come home at night. And I won't remember what happened in my classes. I won't mm. remember what happened. I don't remember what I got for groceries. Like, I, it's really bad. I don't know if it's CTE from, like, the, the <laughs> yeah, hockey you, days. You've had a lot of concussions. I've had quite a few. Um, so that's a theory. Me just not really caring about a lot of the stuff I do during a day. Like, I'm not that interested in half the things I'm doing currently. So you're, just, like, you're just existing. Yeah. And that's even fine. the podcast, even after we record, like, all, like someone will ask, oh, what did you guys talk about today? I'll say, I'd have to listen. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember anything we talk about. That's true. Yeah. I spew nah. words on here and hope I don't say anything too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just, uh, I just vomit up various talking points <laughs> and word salad. And I, I, yeah. All yeah. of you, all of you eat it. <laughs> I think a lot of it's a result of social media too. Yeah. Which is why true. for so long I was off it. Like yeah. you guys know I was off it for a long time. Um, now I'm kind of back, but I think that has affected my attention span and you know ability to remember a little bit that's sure. true like i can't just sit there and watch something or do something without like going on my phone and checking scrolling through mm-hmm. at instagram twitter like mm-hmm. it's i feel like a lot of people have that but yeah it feels yeah. predatory like I, it really does like how often our phones are being used for social media mm-hmm. like it's concerning not just for me but like you know siblings and and friends and how much i see them on it too it's like yeah wow like we were kind of taken advantage of by these my, companies i'm gonna try my best when i have kids not to have ipad babies yeah i'm like try to take, try to keep them away from all that and it's like go outside and like play with these sticks yeah well we're, <laughs> we're quickly turn, <laughs> we're quickly turning into our parents is yeah, what's happening yeah. but I, I get it like i see it now i see yeah. why my mom was always upset at me for just playing video games oh absolutely i see like, it too we with yeah. me me and my brother always have legos like we're bringing the lego so mm-hmm. we always like play lego and stuff oh, i was big in the lego too yeah dude, lego's like, expensive man it is now it's crazy it's like 500 bucks for like a super nice like set really yeah yeah i tried to buy the death star the other day <laughs> that shit's expensive dude yeah, yeah. i it's, was never into lego i didn't have that issue. a good lego uh, your, your parents were lucky then they didn't have to buy you <laughs> they, didn't have, they have to pay hundreds of dollars for little bricks you're gonna put together no yeah, yeah you know all, my parents are lucky too though because my cousins who are like a bit older than me and keegan um hand me down lego yeah exactly like when they were done with it we had four giant totes of all this lego and they would give it they gave it to us Hmm. and that was our lego and we still buy like the sets every now and then but we had it and we just built random shit yeah that was one that was the shit i love lego there's one cool lego set i saw um i was at the cn tower a few weeks ago and they have a full obviously not full size <laughs> but they have like a it's like a six foot cn tower you make out of lego really it's really like it would honestly be a cool thing to have mm. in a house when That'd you finish amazing. it and it would be a fun project to do and oh, it has yeah. lights on it like the lights flash yeah. change color it's really cool but like, it was like six hundred dollars lego's cool because you can buy the more like advanced or not, not adult but like maybe adult. i'd say it's adult like, yeah, yeah like there's you can buy like yeah. adult lego that stuff's that, lame though what that stuff's lame hot take that, that's lame <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a fucking egghead if you're buying no that. i think yeah. like it's, it's all right if you that's, a, that's if that's your thing if that's your hobby like cool like it's stimulating and kind of you know it builds your brain whatever like you're using now your i want to build a car or a tractor or the batmobile i don't want i don't want any of that stuff i want the basics <laughs> like what that's true. reject modernity embrace tradition <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell yeah <laughs> i do think if you're an adult doing lego you're probably on a list somewhere a list 
I'm not saying what list, but there's a list and you're on it. I don't know why uh, I know this, but I know Miles Turner from the NBA. Has, he's a big Lego guy. Because I always see on Instagram him like posting videos of him building Lego sets. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's on an NBA salary, yeah, he's so still, he can and, afford the... He's also on a list. Yeah. Like, top 15 centers. It's a list, right? <laughs> Here's Parker making his theory work. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Forcing it in. Tell me okay, that doesn't okay, work. Okay, Parker, I have a lot of Lego, hypothetically, let's yeah. say. Yeah. What list am I on? Sex offenders. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was an easy answer. <laughs> that was right away, too. <laughs> Damn. What list is Logan on? Sex oh, offenders. So, <laughs> so Parker knows two different lists. Parker's... Top 15 NBA centers and sex offenders. Those are the two lists. According to Parker, there are two different uh categories of people nba players and sex offenders <laughs> that's and then what? you get to carl malone who's in between <laughs> yeah he's right in the middle carl malone and kobe are on the same oh, oh. <laughs> no it's true yeah, though yeah okay all no, of my no, knowledge is either like funny topics revolved around like dumb stuff or basketball <laughs> that's all my knowledge pretty no, vast array of knowledge yeah yeah all i no i'm like that i'm kind of a I have like a dichotomy of knowledge. Yeah. All I want to talk about is either politics or weird sexual fetishes. <laughs> and you wonder so, why you're on the list. Yeah, yeah there no, you go. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird sexual fetishes, which I don't find weird. I think it's all, it's all good. Nothing's yeah. weird. We live in a wonderful new age where everybody's fucking each other. Some of it's weird. <clears throat> no, it's not. Tell me one thing that's weird. Furries. Okay. Okay. No, furries, that's that's their thing. They like to dress up as animals, man. It's, you know? it's weird. They have conventions. It's a community. That is a you know weird. what? Shame on you. There are a lot of lonely people. <laughs> there. there are a lot of lonely people out there who have no sense of community or friendship or stimulation. And that is where they find it. With a group okay. of adults dressed up <laughs> as animals with human eyes. They're and, thriving. And flaps in the backside of their costumes. There you I, go. Those conventions, do they even use the bathrooms? There's just litter boxes in the corner. I think it's a mix of litter boxes and like dog houses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Shout out to the furries, man. No. I don't think you guys are weird. I think you got you got your thing going. Not for me, but you know what? I respect that. I like it. Yeah. I saw a video of a, someone saw a furry in real life. Oh, I, I saw Did that. You see it? I think it was the raccoon or whatever. The person was like yeah. on all fours running down the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, running down the sidewalk yeah, making like hissing noises. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know it's a furry and it's not just a person like pretending to be a raccoon? Well, that's, that's, what a, that's the same <laughs> thing. No, because the furry, you have to have the sexual aspect. I don't think furry. you do. I, think I don't think so. Furry, like yeah. class, a person classifies as a furry if they, they live as an animal, pretty yeah. much. No, but the furries don't even live as animals, like traditional furries. I don't think, at least. I think they do. I think, it, I think the animal thing is purely sexual. No, I, I think that's like a big part of it, but it's not the only part of being right. a furry. This is the Wikipedia definition of furry. Okay. You ready for it? Yep. The furry fandom is a subculture interested in anthropomorphic animal characters. Examples of anthropomorphic attributes include exhibiting human intelligence and facial expressions, speaking, walking on two legs, and wearing clothes. Shit. Okay, there's nothing about sex in there. There you go. Maybe Bam. I'm wrong. Because mm. they live that life. They do. But the good thing about it is they live that life. They're for it. Can you imagine like going like to a store or something, going to like the grocery store, and it's like a furry who works there at the cash. It's like somebody dressed as a panda bear, like scanning yeah. your grocery. I'm going to. I'm going I'll I'll go to the self checkout. No man, I, you can scan my groceries. That's cool. I'm not against them, I'm just I'm good. <laughs> You're good? I'm good. <laughs> I'm against a lot of things. They don't make that list, okay. but I'm good. Question. If you were if you were a furry, yeah. what animal would you dress as? Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> my life dressed as a human? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I would dress. I would dress as like a water animal. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Ew. It's weird. It, but then if you if you're so now furries no, no, are weird. no, no, no that, that's weird because they're all terrestrial animals when you look at them. <laughs> if you're a full furry and you go you, and you're a water animal, say you're a whale, you have to fucking flop around like roll on the ground to get from point A. That'd to point be B. way funnier. You'd also drown because if you're gonna live as a whale, get in the fucking water. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. If I ever become a furry, oh, I want to. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, Becoming an animal, I'm good. For me, <laughs> I'm good. I'm not gonna think about it. I want to be an armadillo. So like when shit gets like get rough, I can just like curl up and like roll away or whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Bear would be a good one because you can hibernate. Yeah, bear would be good. There's some dudes who are already bears without being furries. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a gay joke? A little bit, yeah. yeah. That was um that was a big that was a thing in high school that we used to say. Like uh, there's one kid who used to call everybody like you know you're a bear, hmm. which was a term for I think bear referred to a overweight hairy homosexual man mm. so like naturally we were in high school right so it was like <laughs> you're a bear mm. and i thought that was hilarious at the time because of course i did mm-hmm. and uh i had this basketball team for uh for like it was like house league spring league basketball and i told my coach i was like i want to name our our team the bears so for a whole season we were the bears <laughs> we were doing chants we were like let's go bears we had a we had like slogans we were like let's get grizzly oh. it was a good time the whole time it's just an inside joke for you to laugh at no i told the coach like halfway through the season and he no I, he couldn't change it then yeah that's yeah true. We, we were the bears yeah you had to embrace it i remember one season i won my team won the whole spring season league nobody cares that's such a flex for no it reason. It is a flex. Huge flex. <laughs> I was on your team one year. Yeah, probably. Before we knew each other, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember our moms introduced us to each other. Really? That's what it... Yeah, it was kind of sure? like that. I think they did. Well, I think we probably like, interacted on the court or like at practice or something before. I think we had a little bit more of, um, you know, bring, bring your son over, we'll put them in the playpen together and they can, <laughs> they can share blocks or something. That's mm-hmm. what Will well, McNally did, did to us. He yeah. did do that to us. I want to leave these, guys, leave these guys be. Let them play together. You guys owe Will McNally a lot. I guess we're saying full names first and oh, last yeah, on the I pod. don't care. Uh, Will doesn't <laughs> it's care. Will. He was here when we recorded the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, Will. Um, thank you, Will. Actually, fuck you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You saddled me with this moron. <laughs> that you've had to live with for the past four years. Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I love you, Logan. Yeah. We, you. we went out uh, for some beers. Sometimes not platonic way. What? Hmm. Mm. I said we just went out with. Oh, never mind. Right. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Logan in a non-platonic way. There's just something about him. I want to grab his cheeks. Look at those mm. sweet Come cheeks. Come grab yeah. them. Okay. They're right here. Mm. So we're we're actually having we are having a turnover podcast contest. We Did are? you guys know that? I didn't. I didn't know that. We're having contest a contest. Um, in a little bit, we're going to share an Instagram story, and uh, to enter the contest, you simply have to be following the turnover podcast account. Uh, share the post to your Instagram story and tag uh, two friends in the comments. The prize for winning, the winner will be selected randomly, of course, but the prize for winning is you get one night with Parker and he can say no to nothing. He <laughs> I'm in. He's all you yours. I'm in. Whatever you want. One night with Parker. You go. Bolt. This sounds fun because people would actually do this. Like yeah. our friends would actually participate in this. Hypothetically, let's say, um, some like 60 year old woman wins the contest 
Oh, I'm taking it down. She wants one. Oh, okay. I would. I would. Said I would. I would. Okay. Nice. Damn. <laughs> I thought it. older women were my specialty. <laughs> the turnover specialty. No, it's well known that I like a good 40 plus. That's true. Every time like, I, a... I did not know that. Oh, oh. how did you not know that? Yeah. Dude, every time like a Range Rover drives by or a nice oh. car, Parker's like, dude, look, it's going to be like a hot mom in this car. Look. look. And am I right every time? 70% of the time. Sometimes, I have spidey sometimes it's a dude. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. I would. I would. <laughs> no, there's something about like a, like not like a regular SUV, but like a good night, like middle upper view. class SUV. You know, yeah. one that you can, uh, one that you can put the kids in carpool. Mm, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and after you drop them off at school, you still look good riding in style, going to winners. You pick them yeah. up for soccer that type. practice. That's the type right there. No, those girls don't go to the winners; they go to the Banana Republic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I don't need them to be rich. I well, need I need them to be. Is, is Banana Republic the epitome of wealth? No, no, but that's what well, Logan like was implying. A, it's like a step up. Yeah. Me. No, I, I need like <clears throat> what I need is a woman that drives like a Ford Explorer, like 2019, like a newer one, maybe an Expedition, like the bigger model. Okay. Um, a little bit of turmoil in their marriage. <laughs> oh. You know, they're not quite getting everything they need, and I can sense that. I can see it in their eyes. You whore. Yeah. So what I do is I, you know, first I promote the podcast to them, tell oh them to listen. God. Second, I. Make no, sure they I, know that they're loved. I will not have you pervert this show yeah. as a tool to bang milfs. <laughs> do, not, do not taint our hard work. <laughs> no, I just I won't, I, I, I won't stand is, for it. This is pure. I believe it is that. I make them feel appreciated. I say, listen, I know, I know what you're going through. I, I've seen my parents go through it. I've, I've dealt with it. The one thing you need is some stress relief. You know, a nice young guy to take the edge off. You mean? Do you parents? think there's a little bit of an Oedipus complex happening here? I don't know what Oedipus okay, means. Sorry, that's Freud. Um, the basic idea is that all sons want to have sex with their mothers and they see their fathers as sexual competition. That's insane. That's, That's so insane. far from the truth. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's more like, you know, they're looking for something. Mm. I can provide it. Also, nobody heard my joke there. Earlier. What was it? What, what did he say? Parker said parents and I said, you mean parent? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why well, would you have well, to repeat that one? <laughs> no, no, because Parker has arguably had more dads than you've had, Logan. Yeah, that so. is true. That Smart now. Sorry. Yeah. Take the L, Mr. One Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all i'm saying i'm not saying okay. I, I i'm always actively pursuing it but if i the feel like i'm interviewing young gravy right now yeah yeah well, i do have the same interest as young gravy for sure addison ray's mom <laughs> sherry nicole mm-hmm. yeah. i also don't think do people actually find him good looking i think moms do like i think he's yeah. one of those guys that people have realized is good looking because he's kind of cleaned up the way he presents mm. and he's confident yeah he's got a little bit of confidence there too mm-hmm. no, a swagger that's kind of like Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, but he's, I know. I know. I, I invoke the gunner every podcast. <laughs> no, but he's like a like I can see the type. Like girls like that type a lot. Yeah, it's like, like the he, same Pete Davidson type thing too. Well, Machine Gun Kelly is more like punk rock emo. Well, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about MGK. He used to have um he used to have the man bun and mm-hmm. like the and that hairstyle really didn't work for him. No. And then he switched it up, and you know, I think he's his his looks have gone way up from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, he's not his persona. He's a sexy mm-hmm. man. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. I, I won't hate on that. Yeah, he landed Megan Fox, and he didn't have to kill any any Decepticons. <laughs> I didn't have to kill any Decepticons for that. That's true. Megan Fox is an all-time gat. I don't know. Not for me. Really? What? Not even... Really? I don't know. She man. was like... When we were teenagers, she was like the one. That's what I mean, man. Like, and the Transformers 2007, with that, the end scene where she's like leaning over the car and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> Logan's regaling us with the tale of his first erection. <laughs> Hey, top five bars or places to drink in Halifax. Ooh, number one, um, our apartment. <laughs> yeah, fair. 
Okay. Valid. It, is, it is a watering hole. <laughs> a watering hole. Um, no, seriously, number one for me. Um. Oh, economy shoe shop. Economy shoe shop is great. I like the shoe. Basement. Yeah, the basement. Basement's great the basement's too. Awesome. But the basement's not like a bar. Basement's where you go after the bar. Yeah. Maxwell's Plum, number yeah. three. Expensive, but I love it. Yeah. Well, sometimes it has deals. Not yeah. bad. Can we also do a bottom one list? Yeah. Auction house. You oh, hate, you don't, you don't like auction house, dude. No. Auction house fell off. Like, yeah. I don't want to hate on local businesses because, like, I, you know, I, but auction house, man, they have been disappointing as of late. Yeah. Like uh, two years ago, it was great. You get your drinks. It's quick. Good atmosphere. Good good prices. Live music. Now you sit. You as soon as you sit down, it takes five minutes for somebody to talk to you to get order get your drink. Then when you do order it, it takes like another twenty minutes. To it, get yeah, it. it takes it takes as long as it does to get food at a regular restaurant to get your drink. Logan goes to auction house and he just behaves like James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> He's been eighty six from from auction house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, last time I was there, it took forever. And then when I finally got my drink, it was flat and gross. And yeah. I liked it because uh, the guy who was playing the guitar there, I could yell songs at him and he, he'd play them. Mm-hmm. I yelled Chattahoochee and he did it for us. Way down under the Chattahoochee. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. I would, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to say bottom one is a dome. That's only because yeah. I got kicked out of there for no reason. Like yeah, twice. That's fair. Fuck that place. I'll put that number five. For if me. you're listening to this, if you're the bouncer at the dome, I think you're a redhead, but you're kind of larger set. You got a beard. Fuck you. <laughs> but come on Fuck the pod. You. I hope you step on a Lego. I hope bad things happen to you. Because you <laughs> kicked me out for no reason. Racial profiling. You, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not saying no to that. <laughs> but you kicked me out for no reason. I paid 10 bucks to get in there. Yeah, that's true. And I know for a fact that other people don't like you either. I know. This is just me airing out my dirty laundry at this point <laughs> i know other people don't like you because i've read the reviews of the dome and they all say they describe you and then they say he's a dick so enjoy <laughs> being a dick <laughs> i've been loving the dome not gonna lie that's true there's a tiktok of the dj took and you're in a party it's so funny and like the first thing you see because six foot five yeah, dude in the it's, front. it's me seeing a firework by katie perry <laughs> i actually got it sent to me from a friend in moncton was like, dude, no way. I was just scrolling TikTok and saw this. And I'm just singing my heart out at the stage. If you yeah. go to the Dome's website and you go to events, um, we're there. Yeah, well, and It's I a are, picture yeah. of me and you and on the front on the front page. It's crazy. Yeah, they love me there. Yeah. yeah. I'm on their homepage and they kick me out. <laughs> How twice. could they? That's crazy. I know. When they when they were kicking me out, I should have ro- pu- pulled out the page and been like, yo, look at this. I'm I was like, do you here. know who I am? <laughs> you have any idea who I am? I'm on your homepage. I should sue them for using pictures and videos of me without consent. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. I guess that happens to a lot of people. It's like they're just standing there and then they get kicked out by the bouncers. Really? Yeah. If you've ever been kicked out of the dome for no reason whatsoever, let me know. Join my class action. <laughs> we're going to take those bastards down. Yes, sir. No, I can't, I was just standing there and then this guy comes up to me and he's like, he's the bouncer. He says, it's time to call it a night, buddy. Who are you calling buddy? I, I, say that I hate getting buddied by people. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like my pet peeve. Like five bouncers escorted me out of the dome. Guys, look at me. I am 150 pounds soaking wet. You don't need five people to kick me out of the dome. You barely need one. Yeah. <laughs> one of the bartenders could kick you out. <laughs> yeah. They could. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. going a bit of a power trip there for sure. Oh, no, totally. Yeah. They're these guys. You know what? I bet they were cool in high school. 
and then high school ended and they lost their uh, they lost that authority and that power so they looked for a job that could give them the same sense of authority <laughs> they could still bully high school kids <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and originally they wanted to be a cop of course because that's where all the cops go to yeah but you know they for whatever reason they couldn't become a cop so the next best thing yeah bouncer at the dome yeah well because <laughs> they're too out of shape to be a cop uh yeah no, you got you to gotta start out. This, this is what happens. You you go to be a cop, and you got to be in shape at first because you got to pass the pair. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as that as that goes on, you slowly get out of shape. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. start to get out of shape. I'm a big believer in, um, like, cop phrenology and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, um, I believe you get more, like, round-looking the longer you're a cop. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because you also get... The longer you're a cop, you get different roles, and I'll, people want the roles where you're not actively out doing things all the time. Like that's what they want. That's what they ask for. Yeah, yeah that's promoting people. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm no, I'm talking about like, like an actual change in your bone structure. Oh, <laughs> the longer you are a cop, uh, your chin starts to recede, your neck just gets girthier, and eventually all these all these guys look the same. Yeah, a lot of them do look the same. Yeah, you lose sure. your hair quick. You get the wraparound sunglasses and you get the divots in your head. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. The, that the sunglasses rest in. Yeah, you get the mm. trenches inside. You your get head. The, yeah. the side of the head trenches where the wraparound Oakleys go. Yeah. That's a cop for you. Yeah. There you That's go. Funny. That's your cop. You get um, progressively more round and Play Doh like. <laughs> I, I did want to be a cop for a little bit. Yeah. But that changed very quickly, as did the opinion on police in general. So I'm glad you got woke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went into school wanting to be a cop. I yeah. did. I went in. Uh, I was originally in the criminology program. Yeah. And as I learned more about the about policing and about the justice system, I realized that um, criminology, the like criminology, the study of it is fine. Mm-hmm. But if I uh, if I came at the criminology professors and everything with the ideas that I have about policing, um, it just wouldn't be accepted there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I moved programs to community studies. You're too woke to be police, bro. I'm too woke. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But that's the issue with it is that police can't be seen as woke. That's why they're also fucked up. Oh yeah. Like let's um, be real. Like we need we need some woke police. Mm-hmm. We need people in positions like that that are able to make some decisions that here's the might impact safety a little more, but might actually be beneficial in the long run to. That's the Citizen. thing about um, systemic racism there is because the police are systemically racist. Um, the amount of woke cops that you add to the force won't actually make much of an impact at all. Yeah, I could really get into it, but I'll save that for another well, time. But I kind of disagree with that because I think the more the newer generation, like people our age, get into policing, I do think it's going to change over time. Here's the thing. Like that's natural. Um, that's what happens in every business, in every profession. With policing, it's not the individual's that determine the racism mm-hmm. of it. No, I know. You can have uh, you can have woke individuals, but ultimately police do not police evenly. So uh, you have the criminalization of poverty. You have people who are in lower income neighborhoods, which are disproportionately black and brown, mm-hmm. being policed much more than people in uh, wealthy neighborhoods, which are majority white. Mm-hmm. So we know that from a lot of, we know from uh, statistics that black and brown people use drugs at the same rate as white people, but they are arrested and prosecuted and charged at a rate much higher than white people. Mm-hmm. And that's because uh, the places where they live are more heavily policed mm-hmm. than the white neighborhoods. So you can put um, woke cops out on patrol, 
But it doesn't matter how woke they are when they are policing, when you have more woke cops in a predominantly black and brown neighborhood than a white neighborhood, you're just going to have, you're still going to have more arrests there no matter how woke the cops are. Yeah. Which is, which is my argument around there. Yeah. I could, I would, I agree with that, but I'd also counterpoint it by saying we're not far off from drugs being legal everywhere, all types of them. Oh no, they absolutely should be legal everywhere. Yeah. So if that change happens and the police change happens, I, I think you can definitely see an impact, like a positive impact in terms of arrests in the legal system. Like you, you mean like less arrests for drugs? Yeah, like there won't be any. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I I think that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the current cops wouldn't allow that. They wouldn't want that to happen. But I think eventually there is oh. going to be changes that it's going to have to happen, and then the cops it's, are going to uh, have to agree. It's tough, and you're exactly right that the current police don't want that at all. It's the uh, police unions and the prison guard unions have put billions of dollars into lobbying for policies like not here necessarily. Um, like these are examples from the states, but um, the poli- the prison guard union has lobbied to keep marijuana illegal in the states mm-hmm. very heavily because they know that if marijuana arrests go down, then there are less people in prison and uh, less money in prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, they always manda- they always lobby for mandatory minimums and three strikes laws. Any laws that keep people in prison mm-hmm. for anything really, like drugs especially, mm-hmm. is what they lobby for. So that's kind of evil in that sense. Yeah. But that's what I mean by like legacy police won't let. Yeah. much progressive reform go through they fight it every chance yeah no i agree yeah, for sure but i think yeah, it's less i think it's less about having woke cops but more work from the top down like so you have to obviously reform the whole system and get i'm not sure maybe it's politics like politicians who like who are more in charge of policing or the people who just work like who'd be like the higher ups and like um you need to you need like to would it be like these like Sorry. the chiefs or whatever of like a police yeah there's force? like chiefs of police but it's not even that a lot of his government political decisions that's what I mean. So, mm-hmm. as like you said, as a newer generation, you know, kind of moves in, then maybe mm-hmm. that'll start happening, yeah. and we'll see more changes. Here's the thing: the uh, you need to prevent crime, and when I say prevent crime, I don't mean increase cops, because police don't prevent crime; they barely stop it. They do their best work after the fact, mm-hmm. because um, real crime prevention comes from improving people's material conditions. Mm-hmm. We've known this since uh, the ancient Greeks knew this. That when you improve the income and the quality of life for people, crime just doesn't happen on the scale that you see it for people who are desperate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that is that's my opinion on it. I'm no, much yeah. oh, no, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'm much more for prevention than uh, just arresting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Band aid work. It's more. It's don't put the money in the police. It's put the money in these socioeconomic factors such as education and like mm-hmm. and like work and jobs and healthcare and stuff like that to improve the in the way people live. Like you said, crime goes down. Defund the police, hell yeah. And then there you go, they solve your problem. We just solved crime, guys. We just solved the turnover podcast. We just did it. Solved crime. And I think right there, that's a great note to start wrapping it up. For <laughs> Logan five. wants to get out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, Logan wants to go play Xbox. No, I, want to go to bed, I do want man. to go to bed. It's like 1130 here. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and with that, these streets are safe. Feel free to leave your doors unlocked at night, everybody. We'll leave, we'll leave uh, candy in front of your front doors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, thank you again for listening to the Turnover Podcast. We are your hosts. I don't remember what our nicknames were from the <laughs> intro. I'm Parker. Logan. Will. That's me, right? That's you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow the socials. Tweet at us. Um, comment on our posts. Send us feet pics. Do all that stuff. Um, send Parker pictures of your mothers. Please. I've really never wanted anything more. <laughs> yeah. 
for every picture of a uh, mom Parker gets, he will send you a picture of his feet in return. And don't forget to enter the contest when a night out with one and only Parker. One night so, with Parker. He, can, yeah. he can't refuse anything. Can't say no. I'm in. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.